Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. Good morning. It is Tuesday, April 14th. I'm on the floor of my bedroom closet, which means this must be another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. All right, so today we are going to talk all about podcasts because, as our guest will tell you, you can use them to go to other places you've never been, you can use them to hear some weird comedy, or you can listen to get some awesome inspiration of what to do with all the weird stuff that you panic purchased that's now in your kitchen pantry. And who better to talk about podcasts than Nick Kwa? He is the podcast expert. He is like the industriest insider I know. He writes this newsletter called Hot Pod, and he writes about podcasts for New York Magazine's Vulture pop culture section, which is one of my favorite corners of the internet. Nick, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm hanging in there like like about everybody else. Um, it also appears to be that I have started taking every everybody else's cliches and internalizing it. I am gardening. I am <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing more crafts projects. I have uh, tried to improve myself. I'm considering buying chicks. Uh, it's wow. it's. I've had the whole whole shebang. Everything is it's happening to me right now. Oh well, I, I'm glad you're you're leaning into it. I guess. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I know no other way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I asked you to come up with some suggestions for folks, and I know I feel like I need to do a disclaimer at the top, especially as a person who works in a newsroom. Like there are plenty of like super newsy and especially new like coronavirus related podcasts that are out there. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be a little more fun and a little more like nerdetti for you and I to talk about some stuff that uh, might be more of like a fun distraction kind of listen as opposed to like doubling down on pandemic terror. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of us want to stare into the abyss and some of us do not want to stare into the abyss. And so exactly. This is for the latter. <laughs> so yeah, when it comes to that idea of sort of like finding a fun, pleasurable distraction during these like very deeply unsettling times, what do you got for us? So I, I broke these picks up um, into a couple different categories. There are a couple here that's, you know, explicitly designed to be really cheerful and distracting. And there's a couple of picks in here that is more meditative because I feel with an extended life and in, in sort of self-isolation right now, there's a lot of time to feel things more deeply. And I kind of wanted to pull together a couple of picks that that helped me really do that. Um, so let's start with something um, a little a little bit more cheerful. One of my uh, favorite podcasts in a long time was this sort of Canadian uh, podcast called Personal Best. It's from the CBC. It's essentially a self-improvement show for people who don't like self-improvement. Um, but it actually is just <laughs> these two sort of guys who help various people try to achieve really small things, whether it's like somebody who wants to get up earlier in the morning, they come up with these crazy hijinks on how to help her, um, you know, wake up earlier in the morning. And it's, you know, another episode has this guy that wants to be better at small talk. They come up with these crazy adventures of like, 
let's let's like drag you into every grocery store and have you like have a small talk conversation right now. Um, and it's incredibly <laughs> fun. We're going to help you practice some new skills. We're going to help you try some things out. We're going to help you try and get over this. Awesome. Woo! So our plan is to have Manu wear a wire and then send him into a bunch of Shoppers Drug Marts. Uh, Shoppers is the chain that's nearest house that he always goes to. I'm going to buy Fresca at every Shoppers because I fucking love Fresca. Is that cool with you? Let's get this fucking guy some fucking Fresca. <laughs> that sounds so charming, too. Yeah, and it's Canadian. So there's like this triple layer of like charm and, and goofiness <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> Would you say has it like encouraged you to consider improving your behavior or lifestyles at all? I think it's actually helped me. One of the more unexpected, pleasurable things about listening to this show is making me realize that, like, it's much better for me to focus on improving little small things about my life as opposed to, like, the big, big things, because that's just, like, a a huge enterprise that's going to take years. Right now, I could do something as simple as, like, you know, meditating a little bit more in, in the morning. And, and this show kind of helps me kind of go... Oh, yeah, the small things are as important as the big things. And that's that's a really sweet thing to learn. Well, totally, because if you get enough small things together, often that is actually the big thing anyway, right? Like it's just about breaking it down into stuff that makes sense and feels manageable. Absolutely. I mean, not to get too like philosophical, but like it does feel sometimes that the, that we are the sum of our small things as opposed to two or three big things, you know? Yeah, totally. So how often are you meditating? Uh, <laughs> Just to really put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, I'm trying them um, twice a day. <laughs> I have a lot of time. Ooh, good for right you. Now. That's yeah. ambitious. <laughs> yeah, five minutes at a time. So it's not not super long. <laughs> All right. What else you got? This one is super chill. It is it is a perfect <laughs> thing for uh, if you if you just want to chill out and do absolutely nothing and Go on. listen to somebody extremely um, with an extremely sort of mellifluous, beautiful voice redo a mystery, this is a show for you. Um, so Phoebe Judge, she's the host of Criminal. It's a podcast on Radiotopia about, yes. you know, ostensibly it's about crime. It's not really, it's a, it's it's really just little anthropological postcards about people. Mm-hmm. Um, she has this random project out now. Uh, she just reads you mystery novels. Oh. Uh, right now, at this, at this recording, it's April 9th, she's doing the uh, Hounds of Baskerville, and it's just Phoebe Judge reading you a mystery. <laughs> One thing that's been making me feel a little more at ease has been reading fiction. I started reading Agatha Christie's first published novel, The Mysterious Affair at Styles, and I thought, maybe I could read it to you. A chapter a day, until we get to the end. No ads, just a good mystery. There's nothing more in the world right now that I value than just a simple idea that feels really good. And this is exactly what that is. Wow, that sounds great. So are there like side effects or anything or is it literally Absolutely just like not. her narrating? <laughs> she is, she's in the closet talking to you and it's that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me about another one. Um, switching into the complete opposite direction, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, a WNYC show called The Anthropocene Reviewed. It's a sort of an essay project, an essay podcast project by the author uh, John Green. Oh, cool. Who is, a, you know, is known for Fallen Our Stars and writing um, Turtles All the Way Down. Looking for Alaska, um, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and this is a, kind of a hard show to explain. The <laughs> conceit is that he's like picking out random things each episode about the Anthropocene, which is otherwise known as the geological age of civilization we're living in right now. Okay. Um, and like he just writes a review about it, huh. but um, John Green, being a very accomplished and very good, like smart, insightful, and soulful writer, 
these these reviews, whether it's about like the Taco Bell breakfast menu or like sunsets, <laughs> they're they're almost always about these sort of larger things that he's trying to grapple with in terms of like the nature of being alive, the nature of arts, the nature of food. I recently ate a Taco Bell beefy Fritos burrito under the guise of research for this review, and for about five minutes after eating it, I felt almost euphoric. The beef was stringy, the tortilla suboptimal, and I suspect I would be horrified by a thorough accounting of the environmental and sociopolitical costs of the beefy Fritos burrito. But still, for those five minutes, I felt pleasantly and entirely satiated. It's, it's, it's kind of his thesis that like each review or a review is actually a memoir of a kind. Um, and this ends up being a sort of really interesting segment, a segmented like series of memoir essays about the world. And it's just, right now, it's just like one of those things that I put on, even though I've heard one of these episodes many, many times before, it kind of gives me this longer relationship to time. Like, you know, this dude shall pass is the thing that people keep saying right now, but having some, reviewing something on a very like, quote unquote, evergreen geological level really kind of puts <laughs> a lot of things in perspective and it is just magnificent. Yeah, that sounds really great. It, that kind of reminds me of a conversation I was having with a friend yesterday where she's having a hard time finding a TV show to watch because none of it like is addressing things that are actually happening right now. You know, like mm -hmm. our our daily lives have changed so much over the past month that it's hard to find stuff that like resonates in the right way. But that actually sounds like it could be perfect. Absolutely. I mean, it's also such an interesting thing, right? Like. I, I do personally find myself looking for certain kinds of distractions, but you know when I you know it's kind of hard to watch certain kinds of reality TV right now because it's so like it's so um, indicative of a time that was just right here right before us, but also like <laughs> well this is not really helping me like cope in very in, in, in obvious ways. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, no, it reminds me of ads where like. I can't decide if I'm more upset by ads that don't like acknowledge the current place where we are and like nod to that or ads that's that, a really good point that do you know what I mean because like I don't yeah. I don't know if you've seen there's this Stella Artois ad that I saw on Hulu the other day and it's like all these people like you know celebrating birthdays and hanging out like via zoom or whatever you know some like internet video yeah. app and like it disturbed me so much to see it because it was just <laughs> like oh my god like it's real you know yeah. And but then again, to watch like a Home Depot ad that like completely ignores it is also just like, what's happening? <laughs> well, it, it's just this requirement of emotional intelligence from a system that has rarely been emotionally <laughs> intelligent. <laughs> well, I could not have put that better myself. <laughs> All right. What's your next recommendation? Floating back into the opposite direction of something that's a little goofy and strange. Yeah. Um, so there's this there's this sitcom podcast. I think I think that's the way that they want to phrase themselves. Uh, they're they're a British team. They make this show called Wooden Overcoats, but that's not the show that I want to talk about. Like they they have a really weird smaller project that they've started publishing um, earlier this year. It's called The Sound of Casual Violence. We actually have a weird clip for this. I haven't heard it yet, but my producer was like, "Let's cue up this weird clip and we can listen." Oh, to go it. for it. So I'm very curious what's about to happen. <laughs> Once upon a time, there lived a smarmy little boy named Felix. Would you like me to read you a bedtime story, Felix? Don't patronise me, Susan. Please call me Mum. Is your name Mum? No. Well, then. <laughs> well, all right, wow. so the pitch here, uh, it's if you like 
um, British skit comedy shows. Mm-hmm. If it, if like you know it's that wet Mitchell or Webb look or or Little Britain, this is kind of that, but like super pared down. It's really sort of funky. It's really scrappy. Um, it, it doesn't always work like most skit shows, but there's a real sort of um, charm to how. Um, good and bad it is and it's, it's one of those things where like sometimes the joke goes a little too far sometimes there's profanity that's a little uh, like ill-placed but there's something about that right now which is it's just it's just super comforting um the stakes are really low and and each episode's really really short um and it's How often short? pretty smart um it's about between 10 to 12 sometimes oh, nice. 15 minutes yeah um and often the the concepts are high when and the stakes are low and that's kind of the uh, the, the real sweet spot of the show Oh, that's so fun. Okay, tell me about another one. Um, this is a little bit of a weirder um, collection of picks, I want to say. It's, there's a couple of projects that all it does is collect natural sound. And oh, cool. It can, it's nice ambient sound for you to put in the back if you want to. You can also just listen to it and close your eyes to, to remember what it's like to be outside. So, yeah, when you say natural sound, you mean there's no narration, there's nobody, like, telling you what's happening. There's It's not like no. a news report. It's just literally, like, someone who, like, put a microphone near a tree and hit record for a while. Absolutely. Ugh. So there, there are two of these that I'm going to shout out. One is um, Walking. Um, it's it's kind of a joke parody project by the, the writer uh, John Mollum. Um, and it's basically he kind of takes a recording a recorder with him and he goes on hikes and he just kind of it's 40 minutes of you being on this hike with him. <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing happens. Sometimes, you, you know, he'll encounter other hikers and he will regard them. He keeps walking. Occasionally, he will pause and re- do an ad read in the middle of the woods. It is amazing. This week, this episode of The Walking Podcast is brought to you by Richard's Famous Food Podcast. <clears throat> I want to get this right. Excuse me. The other uh, project in this vein is something called Field Recordings. It's a, it's a global, fascinating like collection of postcards. Um, and it's collected sound from for a couple of years now in a bunch of different places. Um, and it's you know it could be a beach in in the UK, it could be a, a street in Tokyo. Um, it's it's really just fascinating to think about. And if you go into the website and kind of go through each submission, you can also see a little bit of a write up of where. Each of these recordings were taken, sort of the context in which they were taken in. It's it's a really really smart and interesting project. That's so cool because then it doesn't. It not only takes you you know like out on your sidewalk in your own neighborhood, but like you can kind of do that traveling that some of us might be itching to be able to do. Absolutely, too. absolutely. Oh, I love that. Okay, what else? All right, uh, the last thing I got for you today is um is it's a cooking project. Um, I just want to shout out um home cooking, which is a new project from. Rishikesh Sherway, he does Song Exploder he, oh, uh, for this yes. project. He's and with Samin, right? Yeah, with Samin Nasrat oh. of uh, Salt and Fat Acid Heat. Um, it is very charmingly an unstructured show in which Samin and Rishi just kind of take uh, questions from you know fans and, and people that follow them on the internet about general cooking things. Um, and Samin uh, is extremely uh, charming and, and, and like amazing. really fun person. Yeah. So is Vichy put together. It's it's just this ball of like I just want to sit in this bubble of people talking about beans for like five hours. <laughs> oh, I it love is that. So good. We actually have a clip. <laughs> Let's listen to it. Samin, I first wanted to ask you, what are you cooking? 
Well, I'm actually having an amazing time trying to figure out how to use what I have to make something good. While most days I love sort of planning what I'm going to eat next or even the next day, last night I found myself really hungry and with no plan. So I just kind of opened the fridge and opened the cabinets and tried to figure out what I could make in less than 10 minutes that would taste good. This is, by the way, this is the only way that I know how to cook. (laughs) That is my entire life. (laughs) What an exquisite pairing. That seems perfect. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Nick, these are all such great suggestions. Thank you so much, and I hope you take care. My pleasure. You as well. Nick had such amazing recommendations. If you didn't write them all down, don't worry about it. We'll put them in the show notes. We'll have them on the website. You can can find them. All right. Here's the part of the show where we hear from you. Hi, Nerdette. It's Julia from Ojai, California. Hey, Nerdette. This is Leah from Kansas City. Hi, Nerdette. This is Jennifer from Bettendorf, Iowa. Hey, Greta. So excited that you are doing an episode on podcasts. One podcast I've been really enjoying during the quarantine is the SSR podcast, which is a reference to the silent sustained reading that we all did in school. But this podcast is actually called Shit She Read, and it's hosted by a sassy millennial host, and she recaps all of these YA and middle grade novels from when we were kids, and it's super comforting and nostalgic and a great way to take my mind off of what's going on outside. Right now, I'm finding I need humor and laughter. To that end, I find myself listening to NPR's Ask Me Another, Pop Culture Happy Hour, and Chicago's own wait wait don't tell me i have a few audio drama podcasts i'd like to recommend the first is called king falls am and it's about a little mountain town's late night am talk radio show and there's some paranormal activity that goes on in the town and just a lot of kooky characters so the first is gastropod which looks at food through the lens of science and history a related one is called super ordinary and this is about a girl who has superpowers that are connected to her panic attacks and the other is backstory which takes a contemporary news topic and looks at it through a historical lens anyway thanks nerdette for the comforting podcast in these troubled times so thanks so much love the show i hope you enjoy and have a good day bye bye Aw, thanks, y'all. It's so nice to hear from all of you. We want to keep hearing from you. Our next question is, what's some of the music that you've been turning to during these strange times? I, for one, have been leaning hard on some of my favorites from back in the day, like in high school and college. Like, seriously, when was the last time you went back to something like, Is This It?, which is the first album from The Strokes? Turns out it's still pretty and catchy. So what I want you to do is tell us about the music you've been listening to. You can do that by recording yourself on your phone and then email the file to nerdatpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to tell us your name and where you're hunkering down because this is just all a lot more fun when we're in it together from a distance. Am I right? One more thing in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. 
Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. On this day in 1828, a word nerd named Noah Webster published a dictionary. It was called An American Dictionary of the English Language. And the Merriam-Webster website says Webster learned 26 languages in order to trace back linguistic origins of English words, which is so cool and makes him like a super legit word nerd. Like I called him that for a reason, okay? So obviously the English language has changed a lot over the last like 190 some years. Um, Just last year alone, Merriam-Webster added more than 500 new words to the official docket, including some super douchey words like inspo, uh, which now is an official shortening of inspiration. Apparently, there's also solopreneur, which is like a solo entrepreneur, which um, I for sure don't like. (laughs) But what's really cool is that along with those, um, Merriam-Webster also added the feminist term Bechdel test. That is now like an official thing in the dictionary. And we now have formal acceptance of they as a singular non-binary gender pronoun, which is pretty cool. Maybe you, like me, also think of yourself as a word nerd. And maybe you're like, but wait, what about the rules? I totally get it. I was one of those people until not that long ago, but I actually had a conversation just last year with this awesome chick named Gretchen McCullough, who was actually honored at last year because she wrote a book called Because Internet, Understanding the New Rules of Language. And here is what she has to say about being one of those people who stands up too much for the rules. I think that my life has gotten so much better since I realized I didn't have to be angry about language. You know, you can have this relaxed and curious and interested attitude and literally almost lower your blood pressure. You know, (laughs) you don't need to be annoyed. The, The change is within you and you can just decide to not be annoyed. And then suddenly the world has just gotten less annoying for you. This is this is tremendously freeing. Put that energy into figuring out ways to connect better with people, figuring out how to use language more compassionately. Imagine if you put all of that energy from correcting people's apostrophes and put that into looking at the words you use and saying, are any of these actually slurs and I didn't realize it and maybe I don't want to say those because I don't want to put up that barrier between me and other people? Mm-hmm. Not using the correct apostrophe is not hurting anybody in the same sort of way that using a slur that you didn't realize was a slur is hurting a real person. You don't need to use that energy because the world will be just fine if you give up your grammar vigilantism. Yeah, Gretchen is awesome. So are changing words. So there. There. 
Okay, that's it for today. The show is produced by Justin Bull. Our executive producer is Brendan Banazak. Take care, and we'll see you on Friday. I think I did it. I think it's done. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.